0: views, your news, your
1: Limerick Today with Joe Nesh on Live 95. Now, uh, there was an opinion piece recently in The Spectator. Now, you might say it yourself, The Spectator, Joe, would you, would you be, be a greeter of The Spectator there in Limerick Today? Well, generally no, but it was because it claimed that the Irish have lost our sense of humour and we become too preoccupied with being politically correct to avoid offending people. And our own Ashling said, right, I'll go out and about in Limerick City, first of all, and see what they made of this. To find funny, um, it
0: depends where you go, really. Like, you know, everyone has their own issues going on, so that, that's a factor in itself. But I wouldn't say that. Look, you, you only have to look out of town on Friday or Saturday night, and if anything crack is... It's widespread.
1: Uh, there is an opinion
0: piece saying that Ireland has lost its crack, that we don't have as much fun anymore. What do you think? Oh, definitely that's not true. That definitely isn't true. This is my granddaughter, Molly, and she's here on vacation from Texas. So she, she's had good crack, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've been down to Cork and they've been to to Lahinch, been to Kilkee, and they're going to Kinsale next week. So and they've bet all their... Cousins, and they're having a great time here, and they're going to come back again. We're having a discussion on the show if Ireland has lost its crack. There was a journalist that said Irish people aren't as funny anymore. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think the pandemic has left its mark. I don't agree. I don't think so. No, I think I don't think Irish people don't change
0: that
1: much. I don't think anyway. Losing <laughs> crack? I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> they're using crack. <laughs> What
2: do I mean by that? I'd say Irish aren't as funny anymore. The we are very funny. But as you said, everything's gone up. I use a smart shop in my area, you now, and everything has gone up by 23 cents, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel it in my pocket at the end of the week, like, you know what I mean? So, but I keep smiling.
1: I <laughs> keep smiling. Absolutely. Well, we've got uh, two gentlemen in here who know a thing or two about... Uh, keep them smiling and making people smile as well and uh, two good friends of the show Fergal Deegan of Deegan Solutions and uh, we have Carl Spain of Spain uh, Solutions <laughs> professional professional <laughs> funny man <laughs> sorry uh, but tell me lads now I I have to say I think there's a point here I don't think that Irish people are as funny as we were 25 or 30 years ago and I'm not Talking about it necessarily in the politically correct sense, I just think we're um, a profoundly more serious people. Fargo.
2: well, maybe people might be more serious, but it is back to the PC. Like people are are afraid to say stuff. People, you're looking at your audience, uh, who you're with at a particular time, um, and then you're you're wondering, oh God, should I say that? Shouldn't I say that? So you, you like. You are who you are. Like, I would find it very difficult to change and not be who I am. We meet every morning, half eight, a gang of us, a coffee gang, and we start the morning and nobody is spared. So, as I said, you know your audience, whatever happened the weekend, whatever happened the night before, and everybody is if it was years ago and you could say what you said without offending people and without without anything going wrong. But that's a circle of people
1: well yes. known to each other. Yes. Friends for a long time. Yeah.
2: So that's what I'm saying. I think we've got to the point of um, if you don't know who you're with you're watching your P's and Q's. Right. And, and, and are you saying that's a bad thing? Yeah. Very bad thing because y- you're just you're stuttering you're stopping you're second guessing you're thinking something you said five or six years ago which didn't mean a thing, and you got a laugh and a crack out of it. You can't, depending if you don't know your audience.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, I know Carl, having been in your audience over the years <laughs> myself, and having been singled out by you in a never. most hilarious way. I have to say, I would,
0: ne- I would never misrepresent <laughs> you. So, I, 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 the man, you're, like, you're pissing me a crack. I'm like when we <laughs> come in here. Into the studio ten minutes ago, and you were going around to the Justin Timberlake song with your top off, running around outside in the office. Oh, you, yeah! You, you couldn't you stop it, did you? Yeah, yeah. Can't stop the feeling. Like that to me, that to me is the essential Irish crack been exhibited there, like, you know.
1: Well, well, thank you. But but to go back to Fergus's profound philosophical point uh, for a moment, I know from being in the audience uh, that you you know your audience. In other words, I didn't mind. Like, you had a good crack at my expense, but it it wasn't going to worry me. I had a good laugh out of it. No,
0: but I knew, I I knew you, I assumed you knew I was, there was never any intent. No, exactly. It's never, for me, I know some comedians will upset people, whatever, and I have misjudged in the past, but it's never my intent to upset anyone in the audience, even yeah. if I'm slagging them or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes you realise, oh no, i got to back away here. But I think with, with jokes, I, like you're talking about your group there, I think that essentially you gonna have people who say, oh, I don't like this now, I wouldn't find that. And I'll go, okay, let me have a look through your WhatsApps there, the stuff you've said, oh, well, I know. And yeah. you might find a different tune. It's about the audience you find and what you, you know... People's public—it's always the face to meet the faces that you meet. What's that, T.S. Eliot or J- the love song of J. definitely Didn't mean quoting poem. My leaving huh? my leaving cert was not wasted. Um, you, you see the f- reaction, to Fergal, to, on the video. <laughs> now, so it's a bit of but, philosophy, you know, for the older generation, like Fergal. Um, oh, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I—I—I'll fight your corner for your right. I'm taking to say, you to court or say what you like. Um, no, I—I th- think people. They're a little bit more sensitive. I think there's, it's also about the source of all the information. So if we're talking back 20 years ago, you just, it's interactions with people or it's anecdotal thing. Oh, we stopped off in Ireland. We were down at this petrol station yeah. and this wonderful thing happened. Whereas you put that up now and there'll be 20 people on Twitter going, well, you know, I was there and this happened, blah, blah, blah. So there's that. Uh, anti-fun
1: brigade that are anonymously out there. And and having been involved in comedy professionally for so long, have you seen that impact professionals?
0: I ha- I have seen, yeah, the change in an audience over like similar material. Like, you know, people a bit more oh like a word will trigger them and they go, No, you haven't listened to the joke yet. Not this, like not just no, me. Yeah. But in a in a in a room and another comedian says a certain talks about a certain topic and the audience get tense. Oh God, don't do a joke about that that we might laugh at and but not agree with the, the, the philosophical political side of it.
2: Yeah, I, I, as I said, like trying to be yourself. If you if you were outgoing or you were a fun-loving person or always had to crack and everything else, trying to be yourself in certain situations has become difficult mm. because again you're second guessing. As I said, when you know your audience, you can be here, so You can have the laugh. You can go back to your things. Even when you're organising company nights out now. I mean, I'd go back 20 years or 10 years even and take of the fun your head on a company night out. Whoa, whoa. You wouldn't. And there was no social media around then. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, all you need is one person who feels they're after being insulted or you're after doing something completely wrong. And then there's either a letter or you're brought in or you're you're interested. And, in and as a
1: matter of I mean, what do you see as the appropriate line? Because clearly there is one. Like, there's a thing you can't do, you know, for various reasons, then there are certain things that seem to fall into the grey area of comedy, and then there are things that, if someone finds them offensive, you you would take a step back and go, well, why are you offended by that?
2: Yeah, but I, I think we never ask, why are you offended? If we say something that doesn't agree to the person that's listening to you, we tend to become defensive. We tend to stand back. We don't turn around and say, what have I done wrong? You know why you're getting cross with me. I only said X, yeah.
1: And 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 do you think if you'd be happy enough to listen, and if they come up with an explanation, you'd go okay, look, I hold my hands up there, or...
2: definitely, Joe. Yeah, but, but people don't like, but even it's even the art of conversation, even on, on the funny side and everything, the art of conversation has gone out. They're all on phones, and as, as, as Carol said, it's Twitter, or you have the keyboard warriors, or you have uh, Facebook, or whatever. But sitting down in front of some, or in a group. Are having a session. You know, the fun session that starts impromptu mm. and, and, and the people are coming in, they don't believe like songs and singing and, and that's all part of our makeup and it's part of our, our fun yeah. element of it. And you see, the thing is, Carl, if people go
1: to a comedy show and, you know, there's a headline act, mm-hmm. right? You know, to use, um, um, the man with Limerick connections, Jimmy. Jimmy Fox, Carr. Yeah. If you, if you use Jimmy as an example, right? So you know, if you're going to Jimmy Carr, like, you're gonna you, get Jimmy Carr. You're going to get <laughs> Jimmy Carr. So I suppose if you pay in and you sit there and it's hard for you to come out and go, Oh, I was horrendously yeah, offended yeah, yeah. by Jimmy Carr.
0: But what what can happen in that situation is because he's so popular, someone goes, Oh, have you never heard of Jimmy? Oh, come see Jimmy, you love Jimmy, and they realise, Oh god, this isn't for them at all. Mm. Um But the there the used to be actually I think it was Jimmy he said it to me not to be name dropping him, but um Talking about jokes, he said, if you have to look around the room before you do a joke, then you shouldn't be doing the joke. Like, you know, if you said, oh God, and I'm going to do a joke about whatever. Yeah. Oh God, is there any in? Yeah. Oh, there is. I can't do the joke. And it was that, it's, <clears throat> it's an old rule, but I think he was, I did gigs with him 20 years ago and he was saying that. But he pushes the envelope and, but that's what
1: some people want. But we can I ask you, <clears throat> was he basing that on, I'm going to go out on stage and I'm going to do my act and I'm not going <sighs> to think about who's in the room or is it more I actually know we
0: were actually talking about another comedian who right. was who asked for people in wheelchairs to be removed from the front of the stage okay there because was a story the in act. the news at the time he, okay. yeah because he wanted to. Do, he didn't want them there because he did jokes about them and he didn't want the rest of the audience looking at them rather than looking at him that's interesting so I had okay. the conversation that's 20 yeah. years yeah, yeah, ago yeah, whatever yeah. but the, the problem is like there's um, we in comedy, you come from every walk of life. It, it's like I always call us a scattered tribe. You could be dropped anywhere in the world and any uh, kind of view. But I'll always talk to everybody. Like there's people um, of I would completely disagree with politically, their views on the world, whatever. But I'll have a chat with them because I think that's what's missing a lot of the time now is, oh, I totally disagree with Joe Ash about anything. So i am never talk to him again. Rather than discussing, finding the common ground and maybe trying to explain no, Joe, you're wrong there because of this. And you go, no, well, I believe it because of this. And both of us go away thinking slightly different about our our
2: hard stance on the t- topics yeah. already. That's a great point, isn't it? Oh, completely. And it brings me back to the art of conversation. Yeah. Um, we're gone so used to sending emails or communicating in other different forms and manners that when you sit down, actually eyeball someone. And you know, the funny thing about the Irish, and I've been in sales all my life, if you get in front of them and talk to them, the door is always half open because they never say no at your face, hmm. right? I'll think about it, come back to me. Whereas you send an email and the easiest thing, Greg, is no thanks. Yes. So, uh, and it's part of our character. It's how we get jokes. It's to be open with people, is with you the, mean? the best jokes I'm sure Carol picks up is from talking to people yeah. in bars in clubs in town and he hears a thing and it turns into a funny story Yeah. so that communication angle is important as well,
1: well I mean the other thing is like I've seen you for example in lots of different settings you know and I assume the, the way you entertain on a trip to Lourdes for example is different to the way you entertain at five in the morning the, 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 the day of my wedding you know what I mean and that was really the only thing that people were looking forward to from the wedding to be going. Mean, Get mar- you get <coughs> you get married,
2: another miracle. <laughs>
1: yeah, you see, there no. you go. But you know what I mean. That's <laughs> why I have to
2: stay at the five in the morning, parents, just to make sure, right? To keep the, keep the crowd happy, you know. and, but, but, and would you believe, Carl? The same day there was a replay of a hurling match, and there was fellas with oh, cat, with, with there was fellas with there was fellas with phones and everything oh, under the, the under their table while the speeches were gone that's on. That's the right. was got to be killed. That's was, right. it, was it? Was a happy right. day? Was it? <laughs> it was, Limerick weren't
1: playing. But but seriously, the point being. About you know again that audience yeah. thing or
2: knowing wh- what works yeah, it's, or it, it's knowing what works, Joe. Yeah. No, and and everybody thinks that's an easy thing. It actually isn't. It, and as Carol says, you could be going along, and next thing you go, oh oh, this isn't working here. Or I'd often on a night I would start playing the piano and making the words up with the song of what had happened earlier. Yes, and you can be going fine till you say Carol's Spain, and next thing yeah. whoa, you whoa, next whoa. thing you're in trouble, like you know. <laughs> And so, again, again, that's not on your audience and trying to judge it.
1: Because I assume, like, you, if you do a corporate gig, do you take one approach if you're doing a late night Oh, gig. you would, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's also that thing of, you talked about me kind of gently slagging you, but gently slagging other comedians. But the funny thing is, when I, when I get it back, I'll do a really offended face. <laughs> and I, I, I must be good at it. <laughs> because I've had comedians go
1: "Would you were slacking me for two hours <laughs> and I'm just looking really <laughs> peed off and they're going and I'm like I'm acting I know, well the offended face now that is quite a good limerick trait lots of limerick people can do yeah, yeah, the offended yeah. face very well and maybe not mean it or maybe mean it but sometimes I,
0: I, I think another point that should be made The Spectator is, is it's London based isn't it and yeah. I think one, one of the things that's been revealed in the last few years is the lack of knowledge the English have on the Irish like talking about Brexit going you know, Andrew Maxwell talks about people saying to him in England, oh, you can rejoin us now. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I remember him saying it, and I was going, that didn't happen. He goes, of course it happened. Mm. And just this idea that the the British-English perception of Ireland, they mm. just don't know.
1: I, I know you were chatting to the guys in news when uh, Paddy Keelty uh, was yes, uh, yeah. announced as, as uh, presenter of the Late Late Show from September. And I'm I'm really interested in that for a whole range of reasons. First of all, I think you'll be very good at it. But I am interested in the North South thing and understanding of culture. Like when you do gigs in, in the north versus the south, do you notice a difference?
0: I do. There's jokes that actually I I did a tour up the north in February, March, and there were jokes that got a much bigger reaction than I thought they would. And it it it, it knocked me back. I was like, oh, that, that went way better. Then I thought it would. They're they're well up for it. There's great crack up the north. Um no, but that, then I'm in an environment where everyone's out on the you know yeah, the, yeah. you know, to have a laugh. Um Yeah. But it, it is it can be a thing of wherever you go in the country. Um I remember before uh I used to do jokes like in Limerick when I'd be going wherever. And I remember up in Sligo, guys coming up to me going, We're tough as well. There was a fella beating up <laughs> outside the chip at night. And I was going, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was playing with the reputation that yes. Rick yes. had rather than accusing Sligo of yeah. being all yeah. big softies. Yeah.
1: And your man got a bit put out. Like it's, it's amazing. I was going, I'd would happily, I'd happily have Sligo take the reputation. And, 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 and so, I mean, do you think, for example, that we might see some of that? I mean, I presume you think Paddy will be very good at it. I think so. I think it's a, it's a
0: natural, you see it with Tommy, it's a natural Tommy fit for on, comedians yeah. to, to chat to people, if you've yeah. been, like, they've both gone nearly 30 years, the two of them. Um, but as a comedian, like, if you've been gigging for any length of time, you chat to strangers and you'll get, knock a bit of crack out of them. So, like, with Patrick, with Patrick, I don't, I've never met him, well, but Patrick, if he's, if he's been briefed and prepped on who his guest is, he can sit down and go, oh, I could say that would be funny. Yeah. And Tommy, he's been given these very interesting people who he probably recognises 80% of them when they come out and can have a bit of crack out of it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 it's, a, it's an easy thing for a comic to engage with a person and do that. You know, and I think Keilty has the gravitas as well to do the more serious topics.
1: I mean, do you ma- uh, imagine you know, your daughter's generation, let's say Fergal, uh, you know, when One they generation. when they when they're our age, you know, will 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 their Way of interacting that generation of Irish people be tremendously different, or will it all sort of come out in the wash? And we, you know, the way this tendency it's, things can come back and forth and end up in the middle.
2: It's hard to know, but Kira's like, twenty four, and and to put in perspective, she's gone off for three and a half months to Thailand and Vietnam. Something if I went into my mother and said I'm giving up my job and going away for three and a half months, I I know what the answer would have been. But she has a great sense of humor, so. I think it there we are losing it. Losing it abroad. We're losing the spectator so, knew
0: she was leaving.
2: So, <laughs> um, they have a different form of of uh fun of interaction of slagging each other. But a lot of it then is done online like it's not done on, you know to their face. Well, and, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, but like, again I, I think if it if it comes up in that way you're you said about WhatsApp groups. I think you're so right about that because one of the one of the things with that WhatsApp groups is you really do need to know uh. the people on that group because it looks different in print. But Joe,
2: then, then the tone is, you know, not there in the same way it is if we, the three of us are chatting. It's fine until you send something into the wrong WhatsApp group. Well, yes. like when oh, you done when you're done, you know, <laughs> so you exactly. definitely, you definitely know the sense of humor then, and what's what's part and who's who. Yeah, and uh, so so, do you imagine
1: that? Uh, the politically correct elements, and some of it is legitimate, but that it it will end up being rebalanced ultimately.
2: I I think it will, Joe. I I, I think the younger generation are far more educated and clever, and they'll find a way. And uh, like the, as I always said, I think I was here one day, I spoke about the Irishness, and you would call it, what does he mean about the Irishness, you know? And um, yeah, I do think they'll find their way. Um, because the younger people are far more open. They love their fun. and c- So I think the books might balance. Mm. And what about the next generation of professional
1: comedians then?
0: I, I think it, it's just opening up. I think with um, language evolves. So things that people could have said on stage 10 years ago that wouldn't... You might have got a frown at someone going, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Whereas now you'd go, God, I, I can't even be seen talking yeah. to him yeah, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, you know, but language about people and it's a different it's a different landscape now. I I feel it now, you know, um even though I'm a younger generation. No, I, 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 I'm I'm star. in my fifties well,
2: now. And I think I'm still in my fifties. <laughs> not till September, right? I'm still in my fifties. So. Um,
0: just barely into my fifties now. But um <laughs> No, but I, I, I see I feel like, oh God, am I now? Yeah. the old, I remember yeah. like in the 80s the whole thing when the alternative comedy scene all the guys in the sweaters were gone but I think, that, you know, there's comics like in the nearly 70 that are on the cold face of yeah the rock and roll of comedy and still going strong um, I just think it'll yeah it'll settle down it's just this, here's some new words, here's some new thoughts we have to all accept and just people adjust and then we just move on and then the next thing will happen
1: Alright, thank you both very much I've learned an awful lot I, I I wouldn't often say that with the two of you in here but uh, I, I really have it's been
2: we're f- heading down to O'Connell Street now and the soapbox is done in our comedy <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very much a blank
1: page Jones so that's <laughs> there's a lot to learn Jones. that sponge is very dry in that head isn't it <laughs> it's still trying though I'm still trying to absorb I can't it.
0: wait to see the social media after this on <laughs> Listen, thank you very much. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutsch on
2: Live 95.